listening to another great podcast on the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 516. SSD loveliness. Well, we'll see, shall we? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to MyMac podcast number 516. We are just rolling the numbers away. They just keep tick, tick, ticking away. I think it's superb. And even though Guy isn't here, yeah, he's away again. That man is always away. He's, he's constantly on holiday. I'm always having to fill in for the man. And I've got a special guest He's been on before. I'm not sure he'll get another Wooty for being on again. But I actually quite enjoy having him on because I think it gives a bit of sanity to the programme. Well, we'll see, shall we? <laughs> Hello, James. How are you? <laughs> yes, yes, very good. I like it. <laughs> How are you, James? Yeah, good, thanks. Yourself? Superb. Just come back from a week away, as I believe you have as well. Is that true? Yes, we were back, well, very early Wednesday morning, yes. Oh, right, right. Well, I got back yesterday yesterday afternoon, so, uh, yeah, I'm still kind of, you know, on in-holiday mode. And, of, course, and of course, next week, <laughs> I'm going away again. Not this week coming, but the week after, I'm going away again. So, Guy, if you're listening to this, um, we, we could still record next weekend, Guy. This, this is like, you know, doing our business over live air. Of course. Yeah. So, Guy, if you're listening, <laughs> contact me. We might be able to record next Saturday. If not, we might be able to record Sunday, but it'll have to be earlier. Anyway, that's the internal business done. <laughs> so where did you go, James? And did you take any tech with you? Oh, yes, yes. Now, we went to uh, southern Spain, actually. First. So- oh, southern Spain, yeah. So it was very hot, um, and I took... Lots of tech. Um, didn't take the MacBook Pro, but I did take the iPad and iPhone. Uh, had a Spanish SIM that we were using to get the data from. Um, so, it, so let me ask you about that before you carry on. Did you presumably you bought the SIM locally when you got out there? Did you? No, I bought it here. Ah, right. So, so was it a SIM from your current provider, or was it just a SIM that you was able to get, which had a data plan on it? I assume. Got it from a company called RightSIM.com. Um, and they sold me a Spanish SIM, which was pre-registered here, uh, and for whatever package you wanted to buy, which it had of some minutes, uh, but mainly data. Um, so we had a gig of data for about six or seven days that we were there, which was plenty. Uh, and we were there was four of us who went. Oh, sorry, there were six of us who went to two kids, four, four adults, um, and we all used it. It all tethered well. Um, it was great. So, Superb. Oh, Superb. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I took lots of tech. I took, I took the GoPro because we, we were down on the south coast and so we were by the sea and we were hoping also, fingers crossed, like we were last year or last time we went to perhaps do some swimming with seals. But again, the day that we chose, the weather turned out to be too bad and too rough so we couldn't go swimming with seals. But I did use the GoPro on a couple of other occasions, uh, swimming in the sea. Got some um, um, a snorkel and, and mask and uh, did a bit of snorkeling. It was good fun. Bit cloudy in the water at times, but there you go. Um, and I took the iPad. Uh, I took the MacBook Air, but we didn't really use it because actually this time I've been um, putting a lot of the photos onto the MacBook, um, onto the iPad from the GoPro and from my Sony camera and started doing a bit of manipulation on there. And while I was doing that, I was thinking, I now cannot wait for iPhoto or the new Photos app to appear so that I could, you know, just put put them in a central repository and shove them up to the, um, shove them up to the cloud or wherever and then save them back to a local hard drive when I get back. So um, Apple, I think I've mentioned this before to Guy, I am really looking forward to the new Photos app when it comes with Yosemite in however many months. Well, possibly October. Possibly October. Keep our fingers crossed. I'm not sure whether the photo app will appear straight away, though. I've got a feeling that might come a little bit later, uh, possibly next year be perfectly honest with you once it's got 
Yosemite will be up with iOS 8, which is probably going to be with the iPhone 6. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, iPhone 6. I wonder when that will be. Anything? I'll bet that'll be October as well. Let's get on to that later. Let's get on to that later. Now, folks, if the sound of this particular podcast is dreadful, it's my fault. Um, I've got a bit of a problem in so much as I am not recording on my Mac Mini, the main Mac Mini, which I normally use. I'm actually using the MacBook Air. So I've got uh, an Ethernet port plugged into uh, the one of the USB ports with the Ethernet adapter that you can get. Um, and I've obviously got my mic and my ear earphones are plugged into it which isn't a problem uh, i had to quickly install my licensed copy of uh, call recorder onto the machine because i hadn't got it recorded and then of course skype's been doing some updates and uh, it wanted me to uh, install the latest update and that, the reason i'm not recording on my mac mini is because yesterday when i got back i'd been looking at a uh, an ssd drive uh, I have mentioned this on the show previously that I was going to get an SSD and also one of those uh, data disk doublers. Well, I ordered the SSD and the data disk doubler from um, the uh, particular company that uh, uh, sounds like a big jungle. And um, I was quite surprised because I'm not a, uh, a big jungle uh, prime uh, ape uh, subscriber. If anybody's getting any of that at all, I'll be amazed. Um, and the disc uh, actually arrived today. <laughs> well, how long was it, were you looking for that one? Okay. How long? How long were you looking for that soundboard? Eh. See, now James has got one up on me here because he's got soundboard and I haven't because I haven't got soundboard on the, the MacBook Air. Um, and what I started, and let me just have a look at the time. Some on <laughs> trying, I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to get there. Um, and what I started some nine hours ago was to copy my current hard drive on the Mac Mini over to the SSD, and I was hoping that I'd have had it done and installed by the time I did this recording. But obviously, that was not to be. I've got a feeling there's still at least another hour to go. I'm, I'm currently up to 700 gigabytes. And those who have been listening, if you remember, I've got a 750 gigabyte hard drive in the Mac Mini. And I was down to about 5% left, <laughs> which, mm, yeah. I've actually bought a terabyte SSD. I am still going to use the 750 gig as a data doubler. So when that finally comes, I'm going to put it back in if I don't get this installed before then. Because uh, I don't know how long the data double is going to take to get here. But I, I'm thinking I want to change over to this SSD as soon as possible. Uh, and I will be moving my iPhoto library uh, across to um, the data doubler, data doubler doubled drive, which goes in there, which will be the 750, which I'm using at the moment, if that makes any yep. sense. And if you followed any of that. So it will leave a lot more space back on the SSD again. Um, but I just thought, damn, I'm going for it. I'm just going to go for it. So that's what I did. And what I was amazed was just how quick it came. Yeah, absolutely incredible. Ordered yesterday, hit here this morning. That was quick. Uh, well, it's very quick, considering it's a Sunday. Yeah, that is... Yeah, they've been catching you out there, haven't they? Yeah. Sunday deliveries now. Yeah, yeah, they have. Uh, they, they, I think they did that before to me, actually. But um, it was quite it, not too bad because obviously it's just a, a, the, uh, a small disc, so it basically came in a small box and could be put through the, the letterbox, so that wasn't too much of a, a problem. So, yeah, that's why my my current setup and the, the sound on this particular recording may or may not be fantastic because I really don't know until I've finished. So apologies if we've got all sorts of hiss or dodgy sounds. Sometimes I guess there just aren't enough rocks. <laughs> That's a great film, that is. It is good. <laughs> um, so... So Jane's been on holiday and been doing lots of stuff. I actually also took my MiFi, which has got a three gig limit on it, and we ate that up in about the first three days, James. Oh. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, but we've got an unlimited plan, or my daughter's got an unlimited plan with Virgin. So basically, we just tethered everything off her phone. And I, I think I, I spoke to Virgin because the... Um, the MiFi that I've got and the SIM that I've got with it is actually with Virgin, but they don't do an unlimited plan, data plan, for a SIM-only card. So I'm thinking, well, actually, 
only need it occasionally, so I might as well just get an unlimited plan myself and tether, and my daughters are on an unlimited plan, so we can tether to them. So, yeah, I'll be getting rid of the... Uh, uh, or I'll be getting rid of my card. I won't be getting rid of the MiFi. I'll hold on to that, just in case I need it in some future life. Yeah. But, um, I've had that MiFi for... Oh, it must be five or six years, and I must admit, I have, I have, I have made extremely good use of it. So um, the battery on it now is basically well, the batteries that I've got for it are basically defunct. So I have to, you have to keep it plugged in. But uh, um, when it's working, it works well. And uh, obviously, being able to um, put five units on it. However, we had five um, devices tethered to my daughter's phone, so you know that doesn't seem to be a problem now. Yeah, they, having the being able to tether to an iPhone is, I find, my, more convenient. Um, but it just depends. It's nice to have the choice of networks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as well as on the same um, the same network anyway, it, it, it doesn't really make any sense just to, to stick with it. So because it was Virgin anyway. But I have got uh, a couple of other cards. However, you've got to keep them topped up to keep them fresh, of course, which makes it a bit awkward. So I'm kind of thinking I'll I'll just get rid of the current contract for this card that I've got, but just hold on to the MiFi in case I need to use it in the in the future at some point. I might even just test whether I can take one of those untethered uh, or one of those SIM cards out and put it in, and whether I can use that. But I think the configuration won't allow me. I haven't tried it, so there's probably people shouting at the um, the their podcast player of choice because you know we might have people listening to this on uh, Android devices. No, okay, no, that was a silly story. Yeah, it was silly, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they'll be shouting at their devices, saying, no, 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 it's a SIM, it's got to go in the phone, you won't be able to use it in the MiFi. So, but, and that's what I expect. But A normal SIM into a MiFi, and it's worked fine, as long as you've got a data plan on it. Oh, right. Oh, well, there you go then, you see? Yeah, it does work. Wasn't such a stupid idea. Brilliant. Okay, right, now, moving on, moving on rapidly rapidly as we say over here um uh, unless you've got anything more on your holiday tech tale uh no i don't think so no it was just basic tethering and getting an email and things and that was it cool cool well as i say i took the ipad photos onto that and it, i was sitting there messing about with them thinking um the photos app can't come quick enough as far as i'm concerned i know that there's lots of people that won't be liking it and they won't be liking the fact they haven't got aperture but i'm quite looking forward to using it so um yeah can't come quick enough for me uh we did lots of streaming through the ipad and um yeah the coverage was patchy at times but um luckily uh, the place where we were staying with a reasonable 3g connection now we had a contest a little while ago and we had three winners now, I believe those winners were, I think they mentioned in last week's uh, podcast, and thanks to Carl again for standing in, um, and he did a great job, as he usually does, and I'm sure we'll be having you back in uh, a very short period of time, actually, Carl. In fact, I think at some point in the near future, it might be James and Carl <laughs> doing the podcast. Yeah, all right, listeners, yeah, funny, funny, yeah, it would be better. I heard you at the back, yeah. Um, anyway, we've got another competition, along with our sister show. Yeah, they had a big discussion. Did, did you hear Tech Fan this week? I've not heard many t- podcasts this week at all. I'm all right, that's fine, because you've been enjoying yourself with the family. I can understand that. Well, Tech Fan actually were talking about sister um, uh, sister programs, and they kind of referred to us as being their sister program, which I can fully understand. Well, along with our sister uh, our sister show over there at Tech Fan. We've got another competition, and it's pretty much along the same lines as the previous con- uh, contest that we had. You don't have to do a great deal other than send an email to contest at mymac.com. That's contest, C-O-N-T-E-S-T, at mymac.com. In the subject line, you need to put the word photo magico. That's F-O-T-O-M-A-G-I-C-O. 
And the reason you have to put Photomagico in the subject line is because the good people over at Boinks have given us, um, I think, a couple of licenses. I'm not sure quite how many licenses that they've given us, but I think we've got one or two licenses. Um, so if you send that, and also in the... Um, in the not the subject line well you could put it in the subject line or the body of the email if you could also put my mac so tim knows that you've sent it from uh from the my mac side so if you put photomagico in the subject line and my mac either in the subject line further along or in the body of the email uh and then that's it you will be entered into the competition to win a copy of photomagico I've had a copy of Photomagico for a long, long time, and it is a great piece of software. It really, it, you can do, you can do just a little bit more with it for presenting your photos, and I think you can put videos in there as well from from memory. Now the com- competition or contest runs, I think, up until August sometime. I think it's August the fourteenth. That's the deadline. So you have got this week and probably next week as well what's the date now is the date's the fourth yeah so we'll probably run this again next week so uh, get those emails in and uh, get your name ready for a copy of photomagico you could be a winner sounds good does and it's a good bit of software that is i was um searching around on the uh, on the interwebs uh, yesterday evening and i came across uh, 0% finance on Apple products over £399 in the UK until the 8th of September. Um, I've gonna, I think I'll put a link into the show notes where you can go over, but if you probably just type in uh, 0% finance Apple products, it'll probably come up with a link. Uh, I think you have to do it at the checkout anyway. Um, there may be some other restrictions on whether it's new product. I don't know if they're doing it on uh, refurbed products over that price or not you'll have to do a test on that but i thought that was quite you know it's over 12 months as well it's not just a short three or six month period there are they are doing it over 12 months so if you've got a big purchase coming up hey just put it on north not percent finance why not it, you know keeps the interest in your bank until uh, you know 12 months down the line and I thought that was I thought that was quite a good option. Actually, I'm going to keep my eyes open um, because um, I, I am looking at the possibility of getting uh, uh, Mrs. G uh, a MacBook Air 13 inch. So if if the time is right, I might be taking them up on that. Now I did have a quick look in the US as well, and they do have some instant credits available on a it's, I say similar, slightly different process. They basically give you I think a certain amount of credit, and then as um, if you go over that period they then charge you interest over the uh, over the time but best to have a look i've got a link for the us option best to go and have a look or have a word with your local apple store and find out what the options are so yeah now that made me think um james the possibility that the um if this finishing on the 8th of september does that hint at a release date for a new product around that time? What do you reckon? Mm, could well be. Yeah. I mean, what sort of products are we expecting? Phones? Is there, is there a new phone? Possibly a new, a new other smart device? What do you reckon? Could, yeah, possibly. No. Fed up with hearing about the wearables. <laughs> all right, let's move on then. <laughs> oh, no, it's just not at all. But it's just—it's amazing how much can be spoken about something that's not been announced and um and may never be announced (laughs) that that is the point actually it's gonna happen but uh, yeah yeah yeah, that's very true yeah yeah here's the eye thingy what does it do we don't know yet because we haven't decided apparently it's delayed (laughs) (laughs) something that hasn't been announced has been delayed superb i love it Okay, let's go to the MyMac.com articles uh, on the website, and the first one is, and I'm actually looking for a pair of these, I've already gone to try and find where I could buy them in the UK, Um, Decibulls, Decibulls, that's D-E-C-I-B-U-L-L-Z, see what I did there, Z. Decibel's Custom Moulded Earphones. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. Now, sorry, Bert, I might have to put in your um, your soundboard bit later. So I'm going to leave a gap here. See, I left the gap. 
um, because I'm not on my machine, so I haven't got soundboard with me. So I'm very sad. Anyway, Apple's earbuds don't stay securely in my ears, says Bert. Many people have fitting problems with earbuds and earphones, and many ears differ between length between left and right. I was going to say between length and depth then. Um, between left and right. Decibels has a clever fitting solution. Mold your own. Custom molding offers a big advantage over most in-ear phones. They absolutely, positively won't fall out of your ears, even at the gym or while running. Go over to the website and read a little bit more of Kurt's review on the Decibels custom molded earphones. Um, I th- think from memory and i could be wrong here there are about 40 or 50 dollars something along those lines um, but i'm looking for a pair over here because i go through earphones 10 a penny james i don't know about you yeah i've i do tend to wear them a bit uh well wearing them out quite well but um i'll tell you i'll tell you what goes on me and it's the cable it's always the cable either wears out or it pulls away or some part of the cable fails or one ear suddenly stops working. Now, at the moment, I'm using the Shure 215s, which actually actually got a little clip in so you can detach them from the cable and put new cables on. And I've just actually sent off for another new cable for the, um, uh, for the pair that I've got. Um, because the earphones themselves are quite expensive and they're fine the earphones themselves work fine but it's always the cables that go so uh yeah bit of a problem for me yeah would you like to take the next article i'll do the next one good man uh stm drifter medium laptop backpack a review by russ walkovich it seems that the backpack is now becoming the favorite means of carrying one's laptop and other electronic devices around. Be it to work or travelling, once you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Besides carrying your laptop, you can still have enough room to carry any documents that you need. Power supply, cables, water bottle, and depending on your physical state of fitness, running shoes and gear. Read more on the MyMac.com website. Yeah, very well done, yes. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't put running shoes and gear in there. (laughs) I don't possess any, so... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, lastly, tech fan number 172, out of the closet. Tim and David are back with a fun episode after David nukes the show notes. Hmm. Uh, Is iCloud and Pages really ready for the online collaboration? A new contest this week, as we are giving away a copy of Photomagico from Boink Software. Changes to OWC Radio and Tim's new job. Chinese takeout, contest winners feedback, Raspberry Pi, EA, Xfinity, TV Go, Expandables 3 and much more. Yeah, now we're actually we're using pages and iCloud collaboration and actually Guy and my myself have not had any problems with them at all and I've just sent you a copy um yep. and I think it's working for you yep very good yeah so um I don't know perhaps it's the setup I it could be anything because I did listen to the uh, the episode and it sounded like Dave and Tim both had a, a, a few issues with um with using the uh, iCloud pages collaboration bit but we've we've not had any problems at all whereas we we had a few problems with certainly with Google um docs uh, when we used those so uh yeah horses for courses I suppose now over on G plus um Guy very kindly put out a request for people to, you know, send out some information that, you know, that, that perhaps like me to talk about. Um, um, because he's told everybody that he was um, disappearing off to uh, New York. And Elisa jumped in with um, New York City. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, okay, what is the, come on, Elisa, you're not helping me with some, you know, some information here. and guy said yeah for the first time for the kids and elisa jumped back in i thought right she's going to give me something to talk about here no i love new york city she said probably my favorite city i just wish i could get there more often and i'm only three hours away have a great time hmm but no no information for me to talk about well you know you enjoy yourself guy elisa you have a chat about new york city i don't mind <laughs> It's right. You're <laughs> I'm glad you're here with soundboard. 
Um, Michael Cassell mentioned that there was a 48-hour sale for some software at Riedel Apps. All Riedel Apps were 70% off for their 7th anniversary. Some good ones in there like Scanner Pro, Documents, 5, PDF, X... Um, uh, bob, 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 um, PDF expert etc now I'm sorry I, I hesitated there but whilst we're actually live on the show um, Carbon Copy Cloner just told me that it's just finished finished the cloning of my SSD so that's why I hesitated don't worry I'm not going to stop the show James and <laughs> to do it all now because I've got to insert it in and check it all so don't worry but it makes me happy that it's done now. Yep. Um, now, why am I why am I mentioning this? Because Michael Cassell mentioned this some days ago, so this sale is probably over. The reason I mention it is that's why you need to be a MyMac Google Plus member because we've got fantastic people out there coming up with all sorts of stuff. Now, if I'd seen this in time, I'd have probably tweeted it. But a lot of you may not follow me on Twitter. I, c- I can't believe that you're not. I mean, Guy tells you every week. It should be, but I can understand if you, you know, and even on Twitter, you know, if you're away yourself. So, but go on to Google+, join the community. Don't worry, you have to send a request in, but that's only to keep the spammers out. And, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll get past straight away, and there's some good stuff goes on in there. Um, and we got our usual like from... Uh, um, from Facebook for the show that gets posted uh, every time we're there. So you know, Facebook has its uh, has its has its reasons for being. <laughs> there aren't many, but <laughs> there are a few. Do you use Facebook? I'm using it more lately. Actually, I'm embarrassed to say. But it's funny. I kind of go through stages of it. You know, I've got some friends on there, and it, it, we seem to be going through, you know, peaks and troughs as just exactly how much we use it for. So, yeah, yeah odd one, that one. Anyway, I think that's the end of the first session. So, stand by. What do you mean, no? <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. And you know, David and I have a bet. In ten years, he thinks the NFL he's a Brit, so you gotta give him a little give him a little, you know, slack. He thinks in ten years the NFL Super Bowl's gonna be on pay-per-view. Fifty bucks, I say no way. Definitely gonna happen. I, I it's not. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. So if you want to hear it, just if you want just not going to happen. You know, 50 bucks, though, in, in, in 10 years, David, I'll be able to buy a six-pack. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's going to be about pitcher beer at best. At, at best. So if you guys want to hear more of that kind of conversation, check out TechFan. It's part of the Stoplight Network, and you can find us at www.techfanpodcast.com or on iTunes. Putting the tosh in Macintosh. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, it's a good job we got Google Plus. We've got some stuff from it. Yeah, well, yeah, let's, yeah it is. Because um, although um, nobody responded to Guy initially, I did have a couple of responses when I put in another request. Uh, firstly, there was a request from... Um, Mr. John Nemorowski, Nemo, who's the famous uh, Nemo memo writer. And uh, if you want to become a writer, send a email to Nemo at MyMac.com and John will get you something to write about. Um, and he was asking about the compatibility with older Macs and Yosemite when it comes out. However... Um, somebody actually responded, Peter, I think it was, saying that, uh, well, there's lots of rumours about what you can and can't do. And as it's still in beta, and as there's really lots of sketchy information, I declined the offer. But it's certainly something that Guy and I will talk about, John, when um, when we're a bit closer to actual release and we get 
uh, a bit closer to that gold master because then we'll have all sorts of information about what uh, machines will be able to go with uh, Yosemite. But if Apple are pretty good at trying to keep some older machines up and running, and uh, I don't think that will change. Although I did get another piece of information, I'm going to ask you about this in a minute, James, uh, which could possibly indicate that maybe they won't. Maybe that the Yosemite will kill off a lot of the older machines. So the question was, when does the line of design over usability and upgradability get crossed? Um, now, this came from Alex. He says he believes it has been thoroughly crossed with non-upgradable soldered RAM on the newest iMac. Fanboy excuses aside, the footprint hasn't changed. There is no weight issue and performance has not improved. It's built-in uh, residency tax, nothing else. He believes that phones, laptops, etc. are small enough as they are now. What they should be doing is improving technology, such as battery technology, etc., etc. So what do you reckon, James? Do you think that um, Mr. Johnny Ive's got his fingers in the pie and he's, he's kind of blinkered too much on making the design and fit, or just the design too big a part of his pie rather than actually thinking about um, upgradability and usability from uh, from the everyday Joe blogs or do you think that perhaps we are getting to a point now where people just want to pick up a machine and use it and don't want to have to fiddle taking flaps off to upgrade RAM etc well, that's two questions there because you've gone from iMac and or oh, sorry Macs to iPhones. Yeah. Okay. So let's stick with the Macs first, and then we'll we'll get on to the iPhone bit. I think Mac side, um, people should be able to upgrade this at least upgrade the RAM if they need to. Soldered RAM is a it's a pain. Uh, you know, when you need to upgrade it, you can't, and that could that could surprise a few people down the line. Um, and are they coming with 8 gig of RAM some of them do yes I'm just going to actually have a quick look on mine because when I bought this MacBook Air some I mean it's a mid 2011 and I bought it not long after it had come out and obviously it's got it's just got 4 gig of RAM and it's it 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 absolutely flies so I know exactly what Alex is saying there but this little MacBook Air can do pretty much anything I've asked of it. And I do push it. I've pushed it to the limits at times when it comes to using it for iMovie and, you know, um, creating movies and doing lots with photos. And it, it basically eats um, the the process. Now, a lot of that is to do with the speed of the SSD that's in there as, as well, of course. But it, But for me, the functionality of this device... I haven't had to touch it, so there's you know nothing in there which can be taken out and which I'm tempted to take out uh, and upgrade, and it actually absolutely flies uh, and does exactly what it needs to do. Now, have we crossed the line? Because actually, you need to go up a level if you really want a machine which you upgrade. And when I'm talking about upper level, I'm talking about a massive step up, you know, to the MacBook. Um, sorry, to the Mac Pro. You know, are iMacs and the likes of the MacBook Air, etc., do they need to have RAM which is upgradable? Because, as I said, this, this device has served me, and it served me well, and it's still serving me well. So is there a, cro- a line that we're crossing, or actually have we got to a point where... You don't have to, you know, keep going inside the machine to upgrade it. Because, I mean, I know where you're coming from because I'm actually doing an upgrade on my Mac Mini. Yeah. Uh, You know, I've just spoken about at the start of the show that not only have I upgraded the RAM on this Mac Mini, I I got it from, I bought it with 2 gig, no, sorry, 4 gig, and it's now got 16 gig in there. I've already, no, I haven't changed the hard drive in there yet, but I'm going to be changing the hard drive for an SSD, and I'm also going to be upgrading it so it's got a second hard drive in there in a a very short space of time. So um, from that 
point of view, I am having to upgrade it. But I'm having to upgrade it because that Mac Mini isn't as good a piece of machinery as this MacBook Air. So is it the fact that the MacBook, um, or the Mac Mini hasn't crossed the line and needs to be able to be upgradable, but the MacBook Airs have already crossed the line and don't need to be upgradable because of their usability and functionality now? Well, I think because most of the Macs are now available with either 4 or 8 gig at least, um, if people are concerned, they're probably going to get 8 gig installed when they buy, which currently should be enough. Um, 4 gig is been known on some Macs to be very tight with Mavericks, uh, and 8 gig is, is has shown to be running better, uh, but that does depend on the Mac. Um I think the SSDs tend to run a bit better with Mavericks on, on Macs that are sort of 2008 uh, or lower. So, I mean, in particular, Alex was talking about an iMac where, you know, I, I, I know where he's coming from there because he's talking about such a large machine which doesn't need to be thinner, thinner, thinner and smaller because it sits on your desk. You know, it's got yep. it's, it's the same footprint. It just sits there. Um, but do you think the idea may be from Apple that they don't want people messing about? They don't want flaps that can be open and, and dust that can get in there and people poking about and taking, you know, however easy it may seem, it, things can go wrong with you changing it. And as long as they make um, the machine usable with the RAM that they put in there when you first buy it, isn't that enough? And that's maybe where Apple are coming from. Whereas, you know, if, if the only thing that you can improve on your machine is RAM, and I, I would have agreed a few years ago, one of the biggest increases in machine performance that you could give your, your machine was to improve um, the RAM. Or if you had a slow hard drive, i.e. a you know, 5,400 RPM hard drive, to increase it up to a 7,200 or even a 10 uh, or uh, 10,000 RPM. Uh, which were pretty rare, to be honest with you, but it, uh, uh, an improvement from 5400 to 7200 was always an improvement on speed. But now you've got SSDs, which I think, you know, make most of the machines absolutely scream. Do we, do we need to be able to go inside? And do you think that's what Apple are thinking? And even though I, I know where Alex is coming from, and just give us that option to be able, able to upgrade the RAM, but, you know, how many people do that? Is that... Do you think that's a lot of people, or do you think Apple are saying, no, you know, if you really want to be able to upgrade, you know, you're going to be the sort of person that goes out and buys a, uh, you know, a, a, a Mac Pro, which <laughs> there aren't going to be too many of us buying a Mac Pro because they cost quite so much. But um, do, 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 does it cause you problems, the fact that the iMac can't be, uh, or the newer iMacs can't be, uh, can't have the RAM upgraded? I think the 27-inch can, can't they? Well, the smaller ones and that, and that baseline once you've sold it in. But do you think they'll go uh, with the larger ones? Do you think they'll go down the um, down the route of having those so that they can't be that you know their uh, their RAMs soldered in as well? I think the the twenty seven inch generally are used more professionally, so I would hope that they would still allow RAM to be upgraded by the user at a later point. Okay. Okay, so we're still not sure whether um, uh, the design aspect has taken over completely. Um, I mean, the the thinness of the edges of the iMac seems a little bit pointless because how often are you actually standing on that side? You're always looking at the front. So, yeah, I mean, that did reduce the capabilities of the internal machine. Yeah, well, I, I, I disagree with you there. I, I don't think it's um, uh, um, pushed back the you know the, the capability of the machine because I'm pretty sure they wouldn't want it to have done that. But it is purely aesthetical, isn't it? And it's the, yeah. it's the design there which is really kicking in. And you know I do tend to agree with you. Why it, the, the edges? They really don't need to have you know the visual trick of making it look like it's completely thin when it's got a great big bulge going out the back because. 
most of the Macs will be put on a desk against a flat wall and nobody's going to be looking at the side of it unless they're in large open plan offices which you know there aren't too many of those with these these machines about I wouldn't have thought so um, you know was that was that the start of the design really uh, going too far and I suppose that's Alex's question well Alex thinks it has gone too far he thinks it's gone you know, in the newest iMac, they, you can't. Um, and I think when he's talking about the newest iMac, he is talking about that cheap one. Um, but again, is is that because they're trying to make that unit as cheap as possible to start off with? And will we see further reductions in the cost of that machine as we go for as we go forward? So it becomes, you know, um, the machine that go. You know, people just go out and don't even think about um, the fact that it costs almost a. Uh, I think it's about 800 or 900 pounds in the UK and it's about a thousand dollars in the US isn't it great for education you think it's just purely education well probably because it's it's all built in you haven't got to have bits hanging off the side there's, there's no chance of people pulling it apart and it not working because it's all built in it's, it's well it's not cheap but it's not hugely expensive if you compare it to having to buy monitors and all these other bits and bobs Okay, so so we so we're not really too sure on the Mac side yet. We don't think it's it's crossed just yet. We think there, there could well be reasons why um, the design of those particular devices have have gone the way they have, and Apple have probably got their own reasons for it. Because you know it, it's not like they're building a machine which is only going to last a few years, and then you have to go and upgrade it. Because this MacBook Air that I've got here is a case in point. Now let's move on to the smaller technology then. What about design over usability and upgradability with your phones? Should they be concentrating on not worrying about getting it as thin as a piece of paper, but making sure that the battery life lasts longer? I must admit, battery life is the biggest bane that I hear most people complain about when it comes to usability of their phones. What do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. What's the point of reducing it by a a tiny amount, by a a millimetre or so, to, um, to make it thinner? when that extra millimetre could have been very nicely used for battery. How, how do we get over that then? Do you think we should all be complaining to Apple and put in... I mean, surely Apple are getting lots of complaints. They must hear the complaints they get about the battery life, and they must be thinking about that. Do, do you think then it is a blinkered view that comes from the design team saying, we've got to make it look thinner, we've got to have that? Or do you think there are other aspects within the organisation saying, we've got to have a key message, and if the key message, the only key message that you can come up with is the fact that we've made it thinner again and lighter etc then the design team have to work to that remit or do you think the design team say to the PR people no this is the design and these are the bits that you can take away and use in your PR messaging are we we getting to a point you think where one you know the PR team are are ruling over the um, over the design team I'm, I'm certainly hoping not what do you think yeah I think design is definitely first (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I've got to agree with you there but it, 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 it's an interesting point to take on board though isn't it mm. yeah um, I don't think Apple do anything they, there's, there isn't anything they do that isn't done for a reason no. <laughs> uh, the reason is to improve it in the next device I would love to hear some of those those discussions though because obviously when they've got the design team in they must all not just the design team but when you know the the managers and i'm probably talking about johnny ive here and and people that are close to him when they have their design chats and then when they get the whole group together to say okay how's the you know how's the new device coming along how's the new iphone coming along you know what are the key messages that we're going to go with i I do one i'd love to be in on some of those meetings just to hear whether the pr team say you know we could have a great message if you could just make it 0.38 of a thousand millimeters smaller we can put a great message out there and just how much pressure that may or may not put on the design team or whether they'd just throw it back in their faces and say don't be stupid go out and you know it's a great product do your job you're going to work with what you get not not the other way around yeah. <laughs> i do hope that's the case so listen 
people out there, what do you think? Do you think that um, design is certainly killing the usability and upgradability of Apple products that we've got at the moment? Do you think they're going down too far of a, an avenue which means it's going to be a dead-end street and you buy an Apple product, you use it until it dies, and then you go out and buy a new Apple product? Personally, I think this actually some of the devices are still upgradable. It's just they're not so upgradable by the users. You have to take them to service centres. So for service centres, you know, this could be good news. But, um, well, send in your emails, voice messages, um, whatever you want to send us. Uh, you know uh, all of the addresses, or if you don't know the addresses, we'll be giving them at, at the end of the show. And um, I think I think that was good enough for that section, don't you, James? I don't think we need to do any more just then. You're smart enough. It's smart enough? Who's smart enough? I'm not smart enough. Well, it was good enough and smart enough. Okay, that'll, that'll do then. So, everybody, stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. These guys are the end of the world. Tough choice. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. <laughs> Lisa Pacelli, Suze Gilbert, Vicky Stokes, Women, Savvy, Geeks, 3D Leads, Technology from a Female Perspective. And welcome to the final section of this week's My Mac Podcast. Uh, it's number 516 with myself, Gaz, uh, with the GJ men. Because uh, I've got James with me, James from uh, a certain a certain woody part of the country. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, we all love your uh, your stands, James, and uh, I want to make sure that you give us a full plug when we get towards the end of the show. Uh, full, a full plug. Yes, you don't make plugs, do you? No, no. Okay, right now here's the bit where I say insert Gaz's tip here. Hit it. It's time for Gaz's tip. Um, okay, now we were talking a little bit about battery power. Uh, now this is relating particularly to your Mac, but Maverick's new activity monitor actually also lets you see information um, about your Mac and what application is draining the energy bar. Um, you'll have to show energy impact by right-clicking on the headers uh, and checking it. Uh, but once you check energy impact, you'll be able to see which application is taking up the most power. Uh, obviously, the higher the value, uh, the more it's taking. It also gives you an average reading, so you can see on average which application is always eating power. Um, and then you can stop it to help maximise your battery life on your uh, MacBook, I would say, because obviously if you've got a, a, a Mac Pro or a Mac Mini, it's probably plugged in, so you really don't worry about that sort of thing. Um, but if you are worrying about um, the power that's being used on your machine, a couple of tips there. Have a look at which uh, particular applications are taking most power, and if you need those applications, well, tough. But if you don't, then turn them off. Make sure they're powered completely down. Also, turn your brightness down because that screen doesn't half eat a lot of power. So if you want to save your battery uh, while you're out and about with your Mac uh, MacBook, turn your brightness down as well. It's one little trick I always do. Uh, I'm nodding my head. Can I add to that? Yes, you... Oh, I'm, I've, 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 I'm, I'm taking away the fact that I'm nodding my head. Yes, please, please <laughs> um, do. You need to look quickly at how much, or if there's a particular application that's using lots of power. If you have the battery shown in your menu bar... Uh, you can click on that once while you've, you're looking at your battery bar. And after a little while, about three lines down, it'll tell you if no apps are using significant energy or which apps are using significant energy. That's about as far as it goes. Uh, but you can get it quickly from the menu bar if you need to. That's a cracking add-on tip. I like, I like that. That's a real crack. I didn't know that, so that's a cracking little add-on. I'll just try it and guess which guess which um, uh, app is using significant energy on my MacBook Air at the moment. Well, I would say it would be sorry, probably Safari because that's usually one of the worst for me. No, it's Skype. <laughs> nope, nothing for me. Uh, Skype for me. Anyway, moving on. Nodding his head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tip. 
James, do you have a p- 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 pick uh, for me? I do. Yes. That's, that's amazing because we we didn't plan that at all, did we? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> because of my recent jaunt to sunnier climes and uh, speaking in the foreign, uh, which I don't, uh, I was looking for an app that would be very helpful for deciphering signage, menus, the written word. Oh, I've heard about these sorts of uh, apps. So <laughs> yes, and I pray tell. Yeah, I quickly asked on Twitter, what was the name of that app? Um, and a f- one person came back to me and said, Word Lens. So that's word as in the written word, lens as in camera lens. Look for that on the App Store. It's all free. All of the um, language packs are also free. And it's brilliant. You can hold it up to a sign, a menu... Anything that's written in a normal typed word rather than the written word, and it will translate it on the fly in the sort of, um, uh, what do you call it, where you look at things and it moves. <laughs> what? What are you on about, man? I can't think of the right thing. Get so, a grip. Um, when, you, when you look at things and it moves. Come on! Quit darling! <laughs> What? Oh, what it is. No! <laughs> anyway. well, if you think about it later... T- Shane, when you're looking at the picture on your iPhone... Yeah. yeah it, image, it reverses the image. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It changes into the English version. Oh, right, right. So it translates it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very, very good. It, that is... Yeah, they, those... It's almost like magic, isn't it? That sort of thing. Yeah. It's amazing. So it's kind of... It, it's like... It's like virtual reality, but changing into your local language for you as you're going over. That, you know... I must try one of those. Mind you, I'm, very not, good. I'm not going anywhere foreign. <laughs> Although, having said that, I have been in Devon and Cornwall, so... <laughs> um, well, that's lost all the Devon and Cornwall listeners that we used to have, so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> my pick... If you remember the start of the show, I said SSD loveliness... Well, we'll see, shall we? We will probably see next week, but my pick is not an app pick. It's a product pick, and it is a Samsung product. What am I thinking I hear you shout? Go! In fact... Holy nightmare. Holy nightmare, absolutely. This actually is the SSD 840 Evo, one terabyte um, hard drive. Now, I got it from uh, that jungle company. They sent it overnight very quickly. I have now finally, after, it must have been about, what did I say, about eight hours? Did I say eight, eight and a half hours? Finally moved all of my 720 or 30 or 40 or whatever it is, gigabytes of data across. And uh, I'm going to be testing it and I'm going to be installing it into my Mac Mini. And next week, I can tell you, um, just how good it is but I will be putting a link into the show notes um, for it but I've also got some trusted reviews of the same said product um, because it has got a rather a lot of very good reviews not only on Amazon you know that jungle company um, but also from a company called trusted reviews uh, as well so uh, it's it turned out very good in the group test and it's um it's reasonably it's about it's it not it's it's not exactly cheap at the moment because ssds aren't but i needed to do something so i just went the little extra and i decided uh, that i'd put that into my main um, uh, as my main ssd uh, as my main hard drive on the mac mini and use the current 750 gig as the not the backup but the spare drive which i'm going to insert in there with the data doubler um to use with my iphoto library and other videos as well so that's my pick Unfortunately, there's no people's pick this week. Oh, sad face. Your your pick would have been the people's pick if Guy had been here, but he's not. Um, now, we really do appreciate everybody that downloads and listens to the podcast. We, it, it's, you know, this is probably not uh, something which uh, you've ever heard us say before. <laughs> 
but we mean it. We say it every week, actually. Well, in fact, Guy says it every week, and uh, um, I always, uh, I always like the sentiment that he gives. We really do appreciate the fact that you download and listen to us garbling on and on and on, and uh, we would appreciate if you could go over to iTunes and do a review there. That helps the show, and it helps the other shows in the Stoplight Network, um, because obviously we are all part of the Stoplight Network, and if we get a, a, some kudos, we always mention the other shows, so that means uh, they'll get kudos eventually as well. But uh, thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and uh, if you could do an iTunes review, that would be great, and if you do, you then need to send us your email, because you will get a prize. Well, it's not really a prize, it's more a certificate. It's a wooty. It's handcrafted in the depths of the United States out of carefully created PDF-ish stuff. And it's, you've got one, haven't you, James? I have, yes. I hope you've got it framed and on the wall. You are like keep printing several copies and tearing them into four and use them in the small room. <laughs> well, it's, at least we're useful. That's all I can oh, say. Yeah. Now, it's, it's mostly useful because it's a picture of you and, and Guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, before we, before I give all the information about pe- where people can send uh, all of their thoughts about our middle section and whether design is taking over the usability um, of products uh, where can you be found on the interwebs and give yourself as big a plug as you possibly can Mr. James, sir Well you know I'm not that good at, at big plugs but you can find me on uh, Twitter at JCT underscore Woodpad um, and various places on the internet including woodpad.co.uk and you can find more about me at aboutme.com forward slash JC Turner. And in case you didn't know, among other things, I make iPad stands and iPhone stands out of lovely bits of hardwood. Uh, I have a couple of those and they are beautiful. I think we've even had a couple of prizes which you've sent us in the past when we've had contests. So thank you very much for that. Uh, I urge any of our listeners that don't have any, um, if you've got, um, I use mine uh, basically for the iPad. Uh, downstairs it just sits there and sometimes I'll just put the pictures on and put the pictures scrolling through but the pad itself it merges in with the furniture beautifully it's not plastic looking it doesn't hook over the top absolutely perfect and the, the one for the phone just by the bed makes it easy for me to be able to see the, the the screen and the time when I need to so go over to woodpad.co.uk and uh, make a choice um, James is very good at sending them all around the world I believe is that correct yeah yeah. Super. all over the shop superb superb and they are handcrafted i've seen the original version ah uh, yes yeah i've seen i've been to the 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 place of manufacture and it it is a a true woodworking dream yeah well <laughs> well possibly not anyway <laughs> if you want to contact guy you can at guy at mymac.com that's guy at mymac.com you sir, can also contact myself at gaz at mymac.com that's g-a-z z z z at mymac.com you can also contact guy on the twitters twitter.com forward slash mac parrot very good you do listen to the show you can also <laughs> contact myself twitter.com forward slash gazmaz g-a-z-m-a-z yeah. Uh, you can also contact both of us at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g-u-y-a-n-d-g-a-z there's also another email feedback at mymac.com which occasionally gets used we also have a skype number but we don't want you to use this skype number it's plus one seven oh three sorry seven zero three four three six nine five zero one i'll say that again plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one but don't use it because if you use it too much skype will have skype guy will have to pay money so don't use it please don't use it because we don't want you don't we don't want using it because guy will have to pay for it so there you go um right now i think we're coming to the end of the show And if if you're not quick, you're going to be in trouble. I I do think this is the best. (laughs) (laughs) You're both good enough and smart enough. And people like you. Well, some people do. (laughs) Muy problemento o concerto terá un poco 
Mexico de contra esta semana hace gai non estaba nel con todo gazera tan absolutamente ninguna garantía. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Gaz's tip. Gaz's tip. Gaz's, because I haven't got a soundboard, if you remember, so I'll come. Gaz's tip. It's time for Gaz's tip. Um, <laughs> I love that piece of music. I was dancing all the way through. <laughs> I might just leave that as it is, actually. That's the end of Gaz's tip. That's the end of Gaz's tip. Gaz's tips. Do you know, I might just leave it out this week. I might, I'm not, I'm, I might not even put the music in at all. Guess it's tip. Guess it's tip. That's all I guess it's tip. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, that, I'm going to use it. That's all, folks. <laughs> it didn't work. That's all, folks. No, don't worry, I'll shorten it. I'll bring it in. I'll yeah, bring it in. I was clicking it away and nothing happened. <laughs> nice one. I was clicking its brains 